Shavuotov, we are on Chavzayin Amad Aleph 27a at the beginning of the Gemara. Am Rabbi Yochanan, Ein Lamedin Min Akvalut, Bapilu Makom Shnemar Bochutz. Rabbi Yochanan made a statement, we do not learn from general statements in a Mishnah, even if it says Chutz, even if it says except. For example, our Mishnah says, Bakol Ma'arvin Mishtafin, you can make an Eruv or Shituf with everything, Chutz Min Amayim Min Amelech, except water and salt, even though it says, with everything except, which sounds like it's a pretty exclusive list, or an inclusive list that's excluding only two things, nevertheless, it could be excluding other things. Yumara asks, Now since Rabbi Yochanan said, even in a place where it says chutz, that implies that he did not make that comment about our Mishnah, because our Mishnah does say chutz, and Rabbi Yochanan was saying, we don't learn from where it says kol, everything, even if it would say chutz. So he can't be talking about a Mishnah where it does say chutz. So hechakai. So where, literally, where was he standing? In other words, about what did he say it? Hatamkai. He was standing over there. He said it about the following. Kol mitzvot asei shazman grama, nashim chayavim, anashim chayavim, nashim turot. All positive commandments which are caused by time, which are mitzvahs that have a specific time, men are obligated and women are exempt. The Shiloh is Manigrama and all positive commandments which are not tied to a specific time, Echad Nashim, Echad Nashim Chayavim. Both women and men are obligated. Uklalahu. Is that really true? That all mitzvahs ase that are tied to a specific time, women are exempt. Hari Matzah, Simchav HaKel. There's a mitzvah of Matzah on the first night of Pesach. There's a mitzvah of Simcha of Yom, on Yom Tov. And there's a mitzvah of HaKel going to the base of Megdash to hear the king read the Sefer Torah. It is a positive commandment which is tied to a specific time. And nevertheless, women are obligated. Women are obligated in matzah because we make a drasha that anybody who's not allowed to eat chametz is required to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach. And they're obligated in simcha because it says, you and your household, and that includes women. And they're obligated in hakel because it the Torah specifically mentions women. And is it true that all positive commandments that are not tied to a specific time, women are obligated? There is the mitzvah of learning Torah, the mitzvah of pruravu, of reproducing, and the mitzvah of redeeming a firstborn son, in which women are not obligated. A mother is not obligated to redeem her firstborn son because we learn only somebody who could be obligated to be redeemed is obligated to redeem, uh, to redeem a child. Someone who is not obligated to be redeemed, namely a woman, is not obligated to redeem her child. The mitzvah tasei these are positive commandments that are not tied to a specific time, the nashim peturot, and nevertheless women are exempt. Ella, rather, on that, Rabbi Yochanan said, we don't learn from kol, we don't learn from the fact that it says everything, even in a place where it would say chutz, except for, so everything has such and such a rule, except for x. We don't say that X is the only exception and that it applies to everything else, but rather there could be other exceptions. 
Amar Abayev itim Rabiyirmiya. Abaye said, and if you wish, you could say that Rabiyirmiya said, Afanan nami tanina. We also learned such regarding a Mishnah. Od klal acher amru. The Mishnah in Zavin Parakei Mishnah Vet says that the Chachamim said another rule. Anything which is carried on the back of a zav, like his clothing, is tameh. And anything on which a zav is carried is tahor. Except for something which is fit for sitting or laying on, and a person. If a person is carried on the back of a zav, I'm sorry, if a zav is carried on the back of a person, the person is tameh. And if a zav sits on something which is fit, for sitting on or lays down on something which is fit for laying down on, that thing is tame, as opposed to if he sits on something which is not for sitting on, like if he would take his wife's big soup pot and turn it over and sit on it, it would not become tame, because his wife would tell him, get off my soup pot, that's not for sitting on. Vitu leka, is there nothing else? Vaika merkav, there's also a category of tuma of azav called merkav, riding. The Gemara asks, hai merkav hechidami, what's the case? If he's sitting on it, then he's sitting on it. How's that different? Uh, in other words, it, it, it's Tameh, but it's a category of Moshav, of sitting on. Where it says, Anan hachikamrina, this is what we're saying. Ha'ika gaba deukafa, there's the back of the saddle. Or detanya haukaf Tameh Moshav, tafus Tameh Merkav. The saddle is Tameh because he's sitting on it, and the tafus, the thing you hold on to, which I believe is called a pummel, like the horn at the front of the saddle, is Tameh from riding, because you're holding onto it, the Zav is holding onto it, even though he's not sitting on it. So what do you see? That we don't learn from a general rule, even in a place where it says Chutz. Ravina said, and if you wish you could say Rav Nachman said, We have also learned it says in our Mishnah, you can make an Eruv with everything except for water and salt. The two Leka, is that true? That there's nothing else with which you cannot make an Eruv? There are truffles and mushrooms with which you cannot make an Eruv. You see that we do not learn from a general rule, even in a place where it says chutz, where it says accept. Rejonas and Eibschitz, in his commentary on Shulchan Aruch Yeridea, brings a very interesting application of this rule. You sometimes hear people say that proof that the Torah is true, that the Torah is from Shamayim, is the fact that the Gemara says that any fish that has scales also has fins. And People say, how could Chachamim know that unless the Torah was Mina unless the Torah is from heaven? Rav says, of course, we believe the Torah is from heaven, but that's not a valid proof because of what we just learned, that even when a Gemara or Mishnah makes a very broad statement as if it's an absolute rule, it should not be taken as an absolute rule. In fact, there are fish that have uh, scales but not fins. There are very few species that are known. And when Chazal said every fish that has scales has fins, they meant the overwhelming majority of fish that have scales has fins, have fins. 
could have halakhic implications in a case of doubt. That's not our subject right now. But Chazal did not mean to make a categorical statement that there are no exceptions, because even when Chazal say, call all, all except, they don't mean it to be taken literally, and there are exceptions. So, of course, we believe the Torah is true, but one could not bring a proof from that example of the fish. The Mishnah continued, Hakol nikach bekesef maser. Everything is can be purchased with money of Maser Shani. One redeems his Maser Shani and takes the money to Shalim and buys food with it. We said, except for water and salt. Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Yossi Barachanina. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yossi Barachanina had a machlokas. Chad matni a'eruv. One learned what we're about to learn about eruv. Chad matni a'maser. And one learned it about maser. Chad matni a'eruv. One learned it about eruv. Lo shanu ela ma'im. The Chachamim said that you cannot use water and salt to make an Eruv. They meant water by itself and, or salt by itself. They Arvin, that you cannot make an Eruv with it. But water and salt mixed together, salt water. Arvin, you can make an Eruv. And one learned it about Maser. They only said that water by itself or salt by itself, you cannot buy with Maser Shani money that they cannot be purchased. But water and salt together can be purchased with Maser Shani money. The one who says it about Maser, that you could buy salt water, certainly would say that you could use an Eruv for it. I'm sorry, you could use it for the Eruv. But the one who says it about the Eruv, but you could not buy salt water with Maser Shani money, my timer, what's the reason? Pera be'inan, because it needs to be fruit. Gemara will explain what it means by fruit. It's not literal to be taken literally. You could also buy a steak with Maser Shani money. Gemara will explain on Amud Bet what is meant by that. Ki Rabbi Yitzchak matni amaser. When Rabbi Yitzchak came, he learned that statement that you could buy salt water uh, with the statement regarding salt water, he learned it regarding Maser. Meitvei, Gemar Asakasha, Heid Rabbi Huda ben Gadish, Shifnei Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Huda ben Gadish testified before Rabbi Eliezer, Shalbeit Abba Hilukhin Tzir, because of Maser, my father's house, they would buy fish brine with Maser Shani money. Amar Lo, Rabbi Eliezer said to him, Shema Lo Shamata Ella Keshekirvei Dagim Urvim Bahen, maybe talking about when the innards of the fish, there were fish tidbits in the brine. So, Rabbi Huda ben Gadish says you could buy fish brine with Maser Shani money, and Rabbi Eliezer says only if there's fish mixed in. Even Rabbi Huda ben Gadish only permitted the fish brine because it, it's the oil of the fruit, meaning the oil of the fish. But pure salt water, he did not say. So it seems that nobody holds you could buy salt water with Maser Shani money. Amrav Yosef, Yosef said, that Rabbi Yitzchak did not mean you could buy salt water, pure salt water. He meant if there's oil mixed in. So then, what's the Chedesh? Abayi says, well, then you should be allowed to buy it because there's oil in it. What's the Chedesh? 
Lo The Kiddush is that you could buy salt water with oil mixed in, not just for the price of oil, but you could add the price of the water and the salt. So you are using Maser Sheni money to buy salt water. But it's in a mixture, the money is mixed up with the money of the oil, and therefore it's permitted. So we're asked of Mishari, is that really permitted to give Maser Sheni money for food and something else at the same time? Vatanya, and Gemara says, in, yes, Vatanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Ben Bagbag Omer, Ben Bagbag says, Ben Bagbag Darshan's Apostolic, it says, regarding Maser Sheni money, Venatata Kesef, you should give the money, with whatever your soul desires, for whatever your soul desires, for cattle, for sheep, for wine, and for shechar, which the Gemara will explain, and for whatever your soul seeks. So since it already said, why does it spell out, so Ben Bagbag says, Babakar, Melamej Lochim Bakar Gavoro. Babakar is teaching me that you can buy an animal with its hide, even though you don't eat the hide. So I might think that you cannot buy an animal with its hide, or if you do, you have to sell the hide and buy more food with it. So the Pasuk is teaching me, no, you can buy the animal with the hide, and the hide becomes chulin, it doesn't have the sanctity of Maser Sheni. So you see that you can buy food with something else at the same time. Uvatzon, he continues darshaning the Pasuk, you can buy sheep with wool. And you can shear the wool and the wool becomes chulin. You don't need to sell the wool and buy more food. You can buy wine in a bottle. Even though the bottle is not food, you can use Maser Sheni money to buy the wine in the bottle. And with Shechar, you can buy mead that turned to vinegar. Rabbi Yochanan said, if somebody could explain to me why the word babakar is necessary, according to Ben Bagbag, I will carry his clothing to the, behind him to the bathhouse. I will humble myself before him for explaining this to me. Mara will explain what Rabbi Yochanan's question is. The question is a bit lengthy. Gemara will develop the question. All of these drushas are necessary except for babakar, the lotzarich, which is not necessary. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, Man li babakar aliva de ben bagbag, whoever will explain to me why babakar is necessary according to ben bagbag, I will carry his clothing behind him to the bathhouse. I will humble myself before him. My time up. What's the reason? What was bothering Rabbi Yochanan? All of these words were necessary except for babakar de which is not necessary. My trichi, why are they necessary? If the Torah just said babakar that you can buy an animal with its hide, I would say you could buy a, a cattle with its hide because it's part of its body. But sheep with its wool which is not part of its body. If you shear the wool off a sheep, it doesn't kill the sheep. It's not part of its body. 
a malo, I would think you cannot buy a sheep with wool with Master Shani money. Vika, the Rahman of Batson, and if it had said, Batson, to teach me that you can buy a wool, a sheep with wool, Agab Gizata, Batson Agab Gizata, sheep with wool, Havamina Mishum de Makubarba, I would say, because it's attached to it. Valyayin, Agab Kankanob, with wine, with a bottle. Vimalo, I would think you cannot buy Master Shani money. I would think you cannot use Master Shani money to buy the bottle. And if it said only I would say that you could buy wine in a bottle because the bottle protects the wine. But mead that became vinegar to it's just water. I might think you could not buy it with Master Shani money. Therefore it says Shekhar. Now we'll darshan the other way, in the other direction. If it had said only I would think, what is Shekhar? Not mead that turned to vinegar, but a fig from Ki'ilit, which is intoxicating to Perahu, because at least it's a fruit. So you could buy it with Maser Shani money. But wine in a bottle, maybe not, because the bottle's not a fruit. And if it had said only yain, I would say you could buy the wine with a barrel, with a bottle, because the bottle protects the wine. But a sheep with wool, maybe not, because the wool doesn't protect the sheep. Therefore, therefore it had to say sheep. Tell me you could even buy a sheep with wool. But why does it have to say cattle? If I know you can buy a sheep with wool, I certainly know you could buy a, a a cow with with a hide because the hide is part of the cow whereas the wool is not really part of the sheep and furthermore a sheep with wool has a hide under it so you could buy a sheep with wool then you're buying a sheep with a hide and you could certainly buy a cow with a hide so so why do I need babakar if you'll say Babakar, the Torah not written Babakar, in I would think that when it says Tzon, it's not teaching me about the wool, it's teaching me about the hide. Therefore, Babakar, therefore the Torah said Babakar to include the hide, and then Tzon is superfluous to include the wool. In other words, I only know that Tzon is coming to include the wool because I have Babakar, which is coming to include the hide. If I only had son, I would think son was coming to include the hide, and nothing would tell me to include the wool. no. If the Torah had not written bakar, I would not say that son is coming to tell me the hide, but not the wool. Deem Cain, because that was the Torah's intention, let the Torah write Bakar, which would include sown with a hide, but not sown with a sheep. If the Torah only wanted to tell me that the hide was okay, it should have given an example of Bakar, which has only a hide, and not sheep, which has a hide and wool. So since the Torah wrote sown, it's necessarily telling me that even with the wool, why do I need Bakar? If you can buy 
sheep with wool. Do you need to tell me that you can buy a cow with a hide? This is what Rabbi Yochanan said. If somebody could explain to me why Babakar is necessary according to Mibagbag, I will carry his clothing to the bathhouse. This is why Rabbi Yochanan did not understand why Babakar was necessary. The Gemara leaves that unanswered. Gemara continues, Regarding what do Rabbi Huda ben Gadish and Rabbi Eliezer on the one hand, and the Tanaim who will be mentioned coming up, what do they argue about? Rabbi Huda ben Gadish, Rabbi Eliezer, Darshi Ribuye Umi Ute, Bahani Darsh Tanai Darshi Kale Uprate. Rabbi Huda ben Gadish and Rabbi Eliezer use the form of drasha known as Ribuy and Miut. Ribuy means to include, and Miut means to exclude. And the other Tanaim learn Klal Uprat, a general rule and a specific statement. We're familiar with the Yud Gimel Midos Shatorni Dreshes Bahen. We mentioned them at the end of Kurbanos. And one of them is Klal Uprat. But there's another version which doesn't have a Klal Uprat. It has instead a Ribui and a Miut. And we'll see what the difference between those is. The Pasuk says, Gemara will explain what they're darshaning. You should give the money for whatever your soul desires. That's a riboy. That's an inclusive statement. For cattle and sheep and wine and and beer or shechar, as we explained above, that is a limiting statement. And for whatever your soul seeks, it again made an inclusive statement. Riba umi eight riba. It has a riboy, a mute, and a riboy, an inclusive statement, a limiting statement, and an inclusive statement. Riba call includes everything. We'll see everything except one thing. My rabbi, what's it including? Rabbi komili. It's including all types of food. Umai mi eight. And what is it excluding? Rabbi Eliezer mi eight seer. According to Rabbi Eliezer, it's excluding brine. And according to Rehuda ben Gadish, it is excluding only water and salt. So a riboy, mute and riboy, is a very inclusive form of drasha, which includes everything except the thing which is most dissimilar to whatever we're talking about. So what is most dissimilar to food? What is most unlike food? Brine or water and salt. Bahani Tanai and these other Tanai Darshi Klalu Uprati, they learn a Klal Uprat. Titania, as we learn the Brisa, the Natata Kesef, Bakhosher Taben of Klal, you should give the money for whatever your soul desires, that is a Klal, that is a general statement. Babakar Ubatson Vayan Vishikhar Prat, for cattle, soul, uh, uh, cattle, sheep, wine, and Shekhar, that is a specific statement. For whatever your soul seeks, it comes back and makes a general statement. When you have a klal, you only include things which are similar to the prat. In the riboy, mute, and riboy, we included everything and only excluded the thing which is most unlike the detail. In a klalu klal, you only include things which are very similar to the detail. 
What is that? Ma prat mufarash primi privigidule karka. Just as the detail here, cattle, sheep, wine, and sheikhar is a fruit from a fruit. For example, a, a calf is born from its mother, which is fruit. A lamb, we'll explain why it's fruit. A lamb is born from sheep. Wine is made from grapes, and so on. They grow from the ground. They all eat from the ground. So in a sense, the cow is a fruit of the ground because it eats grass that grows on the ground. So only things that fit that definition are included, which would exclude, for example, mushrooms, because they don't draw nourishment from the ground, even though they sit on the ground. In another brisa, it says, Just as the detail is things that are born of the earth, things that were created from the earth at the time of creation, Rashi says, so too, things that were created from the earth may be purchased with Masushani money. What's the difference between these two explanations of what the Klal is teaching? Rabaye, Dagim Ikabenaihu, difference between them is fish. The Mandam are primi karka, according to one who says that it's coming to include things which grow from fruits that eat from the ground. So Hani Dagim Gidule Karkaninhu. Fish also eat seaweed that grows from the ground, or they eat other fish that eat seaweed that grow from the ground. And therefore you could purchase fish with Masrashani money. But according to the opinion that it's only things that are created from the earth, fish were created from the water, not from the earth. We'll stop there.